Okay, we're recording. Let's talk about it. <laughs> we're not talking about that. Oh, you don't want to talk? You scared? You are silly. You scared the audience is going to... What? Clock you? The, clock what? Clear you? What are you talking about? Huh? <laughs> clock and clear me? Trent? No, I don't think that that's a thing. You over here um, being anti-black? How am I being anti-black? Because you don't want to see black want, people in that's leading not, roles? That's not what movies. I said. You suggested that actor to play that role, and I was like... I don't, mm, no, not but for I me, I'm good. But I suggest plenty of black actors, and you're like, mm, no, I'm good. Who? All of them. You said Ginger? I'm not saying, no, I'm not talking no. about just now. I'm talking about in general. What? I mean, what are you talking? So then who do you want to have play the role? It doesn't matter. That doesn't, okay, what I'm I said, saying. Who do you want to play the role? That's what I'm asking. That we're talking about right yes. now. Um, I was thinking somebody maybe like a... Um, shit. I don't know. Amber could have fucking done it. Amber Riley could have done that shit. She could Amber have went could have and shut it the fuck down. Amber could on have. Girls. I would have. Okay, Amber could have. I definitely think it should have been somebody of color. Okay, do that's fine. Do you agree? Yes, I do agree. I mean, well, wait. It depends. What does the rest of the cast look like? That's what I'm saying. I don't well, know. We know what the rest of the cast looks like. Everybody's been casted. Okay, so yeah, it t- yeah. Okay. So I'm not anti-black. Thank you. Okay. Well, let's go on and start this show. Everybody, how's it going? That was our open. Oh, okay. You being problematic as per usual. Do you? <laughs> okay, so I'm joking. What, okay, I'm joking. I'm, like joking said, I'm joking. We are not going to start that we are this not. week. We are not. And what you just tried to create? I didn't try to create Mona anything. Scott Young, Carlos King <laughs> level of fuckery. Like drama. that is like some like reality yeah, show drama. drama. That was like a. Okay, y'all go. So, what is this I hear about you being racist? So like, th- that's called what? producing. Honey. Yeah, I produced that. And I know what school you graduated from. Producing. The school of Mona the same Scott school Young. as you. No, sweetheart. <laughs> the, the same. You got the no, same no. wig I got. No, you got I'm, the same diploma I got. I am from. You the, got the same cap and no, gown I got. I'm from the Mary Dude, Ellis Burnham. Um, Kenneth, <laughs> Ken Mock. In that real world. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Ken Mock School of American Excel model. Ken Mock. Uh, that is where I graduated. Well, we from. know how problematic so, Ken Mock was don't with worry American about me. Style model. So. Yeah, so don't worry about me. That's where I that's where my degree is from. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah, well they're all problematic and that's so it then. What's been going on, <laughs> listeners? How are y'all doing? How's it going, everyone? We're back with another episode, episode nine of season three. That's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. Um, We've got some results of a few different polls that we like, had what going. Was, what are you talking about? Of last week. I got real nervous. I said, wait, hold on. And sir, uh, what does it say? Survey says oh, you are Mark, not the father. Oh, Mark, you did say that you were going to take the audience to task. I did. Week. So y'all, he came to me this about this early. He said, "I just want to give you a heads up. I'm going to address the audience." 
I was like, don't do it. But he never listens to me. So initially, I had this whole thing planned that I was going to just let the mic record and I was going to come in and be like, good morning, good morning, good morning. Everyone who voted for Steve Harvey, you can choke. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, good morning. However, after doing a little bit more detailed research, I just want to say this poll was tainted. Um, what? I'm going to listen. Oh, you <laughs> listen, girl. Listen. You made the poll. You did it. Listen, it was on your page. God. How is it that the poll was? Oh, so because people agree with me, the poll has to be tainted. And when you actually did the poll on your own app, I had nothing to do with it. On your account, you placed the poll, and everybody agreed with me, which I told you would happen. Are you done? I'm just saying. Okay, now that you're done, what I'm going to say why the poll was tainted is because, number one, it was a very low voting poll. Are you going to let me talk? Number one, it was a very low participatory poll. There was less than 50 people who voted on the poll, and usually when I put up polls for the podcast, it's 100 people plus. So that's number one. Number two, I got a lot of messages from people who chose not to vote because they couldn't decide. That's the right. Um, and then I also got a lot of messages. But a people is a hopeless people. Correct. Just letting y'all know. I got, another, I got a lot of other messages from people who were saying, I can't stand Steve Harvey, but I don't know who to choose, so I'm just going to pick Hello. one. And I'm like, okay, well... And then I got a. I, I'm telling you, I've been I've been fielding commentary all week. And then the other com, I've gotten commentary about how that we weren't specific enough because we had two different arguments. I got commentary about how um, their careers are both equal, honestly, and it's okay. we can't. Why isn't there an equal option? And I was like, well, damn, I forgot to do that. And so I mean, there were a lot of factors that went into this voting. Now I give it up, and I will say. The res- poll results was, I think it was, what, 68 to 38% in favor of Steve Harvey. 68 to 38%. B- or 32, that math means, hold on. 68 to 32%. Let me make sure. It was. Yeah, 68 32. to 32%. 68 to 32%. Um, but there was just so, usually when I do polls, it's very, very cut and dry. Very, very cut and dry. But for some reason, this one, a lot of people chose to, like, vote and then hop in my DMs and explain their vote to me in terms of, well, Monique is definitely more talented, but Steve Harvey might be a bit, a little bit of a bigger star. And I'm like, huh? Okay. How sway? So in all in all, all I'm going to say is thank you for participating. This was a very controversial topic. Um, I stand by what I said. I still think Monique is a better star, a bigger star after doing more, uh, more research They've literally had the same career, and there's proof of it, because now I've done the research to back it up. So it's fine. Um, I think I do know what happened. Trent likes to go on these, like, undercover, underwrap campaigns without letting me know about them. And, like, he'll go, and what he'll do is he won't post anything on social media, but he'll, like, message people personally. you're going to make me Ted Yoho you. (laughs) What? You want to call me? You got a name you want to call me? Because the reason why I'm up here today is because my parents raised me. I'm not even going to do it. Not to put up with misogyny from a man. And I know your parents, and they did not raise you to be delusional. You know what the poll said. I know what the poll said, but I'm giving you. So you don't 
give us the response anything because the I'm results giving you the feedback and the words of Wyclef Jean the feedback the feedback Academy Awards snubbed movie Carmen a hip hopper no it was what <laughs> who said when he did he said, say that cards never lie oh <laughs> oh you said that Academy Awards snub no yeah. snub girl stop but don't do that guys anyways not, I don't want to talk anymore on it me neither we did it we talked about it. 68 to 32%. It was a very low really voting to, poll. I really don't have to go through that. How was your, how was the, after you got over that loss, how was the rest of your week? Well, it definitely was not a loss. Okay. Um, public okay. opinion, personal opinion, whatever. I'm still allowed to have my opinion. Yeah, so how was the rest of your is. week? The rest of my week was fine. I understand that there were some results uh, from the fizzies. Yeah. Let's talk about that really quickly. Yeah, so the fizzies were great. Um, thank you all for jumping on. I've, yes. I've, I'm really excited about how well it went. I really did enjoy um, it. And so I want to do more categories and things like that in the future. And so happy to report um, a couple of things. So number one, our award for most underrated performance in film went to Lupita Nyong'o. Um, as Adelaide in the movie Us. So congratulations to her. Woo. And then we did actually two rounds Correct. for our um, for the first segment, which was the uh, best, best breakout breakthrough, performance. Yes, best breakthrough performance. And we had the two finalists, uh, Mr. Stefan James in yes. um, Homecoming, which is on Amazon Prime Video, as well as Zendaya as Rue in HBO's Euphoria. Mm-hmm. So... Want to send a big congratulations out to Mr. Stefan James. Woo! Congratulations. Um, we hope you enjoy your yeah. fizzy. And we expect to see this on your Wikipedia page very Definitely. soon. Definitely. Absolutely. I might go in there and edit for you tonight. So. <laughs> All right. Well, how was the rest of your week? What have you been up to? It was good. It was good. You know what? I've been catching up on a lot of shows. And so, like, shows that I've missed. Apparently, and, you've been watching Legendary. You know, I have been watching Legendary. I've been... Um, what are your thoughts? I've been texting Marcus about it a little bit on and off throughout the week. I was happy with the final. Um, it I was, was a little bit of a gag, but I think that, um, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, I think that Balmain also did exceptionally well. I did too. Throughout the competition. It was, yeah. it was, uh, it was like Cinderella the story for Yeah, because sure. they almost so, got voted off first episode. They did really well. And then came back. Um, so... Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I, I've told you, I agree with you about the judges. There definitely needs to be a shake-up there. What would you do? Kind of, oh, that's what, that's so, what I really want to know. What well, no, do? I mean, for me, what I would do is, is definitely I would keep Laomi, and I would actually make Deshaun Wesley a judge. I would probably get someone else to host. I can get anyone to host, but I would prob- I would make Deshaun Wesley an actual judge. You got to think, though, he's also the MC, so like he does... The ca- ca- a lot of the emceeing during the actual performances. Or like the battles. Like the battles yeah. at the end. He actually does the I think the that MCing. we can find somebody else to do that. I really do. I think that I that, think he does a good job of that. No, though. I think he does a great job, but I think he is you more valuable as, as a, a judge. judge. And I think I that he's going to bring more knowledge and content um, as a judge. And so I think that we could find someone else to do that. Shout out to Precious. Um, I'm trying to remember if she's Philly-based or not. I can't remember. But... Uh, yeah, let's bring her on from. Let's get some girls from ballroom throwbacks on there as well. Can we get Kelly? Oh, yeah. Can we get Miss Dan? Where's MC Dan? Yes. You know, uh, so yeah, so yes, I, no, but I think that I would 
bring Deshaun on as a judge, I would probably lose Jamila um, as well as Law. Um, I would mm. probably let those two go as a judge. For me, Meg can stay on. She, mm. pro- Even though she does not provide the content that um, and the critiques that I think are valuable, she presents some familiarity uh, with it. And so with the show it's not people that we haven't you know she's more she's a a little bit more mainstream and so i think to kind of keep the show and keep the excitement around the show i think keeping meg on there is a smart move but the two unknowns jamila and law i would i would scoot off and let's bring some i would get some new blood on where was um well actually no i'm not going to say that because dominique jackson did guest judge which was um it was a lot (laughs) that was a lot that was was not necessarily for me um but she definitely was a lot so that's what i would do to the judging panel i thought everything else was though really good i want to give a big shout out to uh father jarell from the gorgeous house of gucci just wanted to say hey i hope you're listening and um if you're ever in chicago would love to have an interview Anyways, I I agree with you. I think completely professional. Yeah, very professional. I um I I've had some time to think about it, and I think my judging lineup would be Laomi and Deshaun and Tamar actually as a judge. Okay. And then I would bring then bring in a guest judge, and then I would actually have Trace Lissette host because she's from ballroom as well. She's, okay. I think she's good on camera, and it would be a she's woman really hosting. She's I, beautiful. Gee, she's very beautiful. Um, I would have Trace Lissette host, and then just move Deshaun over to judge, and then let yeah. him MC the actual battle at the end. Okay, I think that's what I would do. Okay, yeah, I, I'm trying to like. I know that there are people out there, definitely some people that we could like bring in from the world of ballroom. That's you can't have one person on the panel for ball, from ballroom, and that's it, and that's it for. Yeah. A, show that's supposed to be about ballroom like this season one was like looks good to me i think it's okay um that's that is not my megastallion impression i just want to be clear i'm just (laughs) saying that to kind of make a point that everybody did not i feel like a lot of people on the panel did not have as much knowledge um or at least didn't showcase the reason why they were qualified to be a panel judge so as a judge credibility is key yeah. You got to have some credibility and uh okay. It, it, I thought it went extremely well. Shout out to House of Ball May. Yes. Shout out. Um what else you got? Uh what else? Oh, congratulations to Sierra and oh, Russell yeah. Wilson. Woo! Um when Wilson was born, shout out. That was super fun. Um it's so funny because when I saw <laughs> excuse me, when I saw that she had a baby, I was like, "Oh, Sierra had her baby." And you said, when? And I said, today. And you were like, like no, no, when? I was like, bitch, I'm looking at it. It was posted an hour ago. Who's you're like, first? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're like, no, his name is when. Oh, got you. That was cute. That's a very cute name. Okay. I, I like that name. It's okay. You don't like um, it? It's, it is fine. You know what? I want you to start asking me <laughs> things like that. So the way you post questions, yeah. you do this a lot. I do. You do this a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what? You think that that's dumb? <laughs> oh, what? Oh, you don't like it. Oh, you 
it's immediate. That's how you're posing the questions. Ratings, like, oh, honey, ratings. Instead of being like, oh, Trent, what do you think? Like, Mm-mm. no. Because, and, the only, and you know what? You open the door for me to do it every time. Because whenever you're like, whenever you don't like something, this is your tale. You'll always be like, it was okay. It was like, oh, oh you don't like it? Like, come on, speak your it's mind. Fine. It's fine. Okay. what you got to say. It's an okay name. I wouldn't name my kids that. Who? That's birthday. Glad you brought that up. Who? What? What? Are your pool of baby names? Oh gosh, um, that you would I mean, choose. I don't know. Oh, I'm so I'm like a, I'm like a last names as first names kind of person. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. You can't trust anybody with a first name as a last name as a first name. I don't know who said that, but okay. Everyone. But I that's I'm I kind of like that kind of name. So I'm like, um, and I really like also a names as well. So like. Um, Trying to think. Okay. I love the name Anderson uh, for a little boy. I love the name Avery. Um, oh, if I ever had... So this was funny because this is actually... I'm stealing a name from somebody that I've met. Um, but if I ever had a little girl, I always said that I would name this... Do- I would name my child um, Arden. Arden Elise. I love, I love that name. Um, is cute. So I think that that's yeah. I'm kind of like a more of like a last names as first names kind of person. What about you? I really like the name Axton. I really like the okay, name. Wait. Girl, because the only Axton I know is on porn. Who? There's somebody named Axton Miller or Miller Axton. I would say I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's okay. where. Oh no, you. That's that is a subconscious. That is a Freudian are they, I slip. I don't know. Are they black and white? They black. Uh, that's I a Freudian know. slip. Mm-mm, I don't know who that is. There's no shame in my game. I could tell you Listen. plenty of per, uh, adult performance. No, I'm telling you, it's a Freudian slip. You don't saw it on. I like the, the name Axton. I like the name Xavier. Um, and you know what's growing on me? I really like the name Harlow. Um, I think Harlow was growing on me. That's the name of my elementary school. That's where I went to school. Yeah, for like Harlow. a girl. Um, like Jean Harlow. Sure. Do you know who that is? No. Yes, yeah, she's an actress. No, yes, a I do know who actress. Jean Harlow is. Yeah. So, okay, you like Harlow. But, so, like a last name as a first name. Well, I guess Harlow Hello? would be the only one, I, I guess. Hello? Could be a last name. But I really like Xavier. Um, I used to like Leo, Leonardo. Um, but mm. I kind of let that slide off. Leo. There was one other name, but I forget okay. uh, what it was. So come here, Axton. I, I like Axton. A X T O N. A X maybe A X T E N or O N E N or O N Axton or Axton. What about an I? Axton. No. What? Wait, wait. It would be Axton. So with an I would be Why are you doing your so you guys listeners can hear? Why are you doing your face like that? And O would be X. Why are you doing your face like that? Because I pronunciation again. Axton. Because I I use my face when I talk. Okay, great. All right. Anyways, let's go ahead and get into. Oh yeah, my family came up. That was also fun last week. How was that? Oh, that was good. So super quick, but like you know, family came up and visited me for like a little hot second and. Um, I had the boo over and we did uh, brunch uh, for them and stuff like that. So that was good. It was a really quick trip, but it was super fun. Good, good. So I feel like I'm always seeing my family. You are. But that's not a bad thing. It's No, it's not. But, 
Yeah, I feel like I'm every day. I'm like, hey, I'm with the fam. You're a family oh. man. Yeah, you just need to have your, have your own family. Hey, hello, and we're going to name them Accident and Harlow. Don't be trying to take my names. <laughs> no, I don't want those names. <laughs> I have my own. Thank you. Yeah, you stick with Avery and Anderson and Alopecia. Yeah, that was cute. That's so. Yay for the rehearse read. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't rehearse. All impromptu, okay, baby. No, um, all impromptu. So, no, let's go ahead, guys. We have to get into Wucha. I'm yes. looking at our producers, and they are like, let's go. Keep it moving. So, okay. <laughs> um, we are now moving to our segment entitled Wucha. Okay, so you know this is where we get to go over the most viral moments in uh, pop culture this past week uh, and things that made us say Wucha. Uh, Marcus, what do you have up first? I just have a brief, 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 brief respite. I would like to just say, um, Kanye. Oh, gosh. I don't know what's. I'm not going to try to sit here and. Um, what do you do at a doctor's office? Try to diagnose. I'm not trying to diagnose. I'm not going to sit here and try to diagnose you. I just know something's wrong. Get it together. I don't really care that much, so I don't want to spend any time on this, but. Kim K released a statement basically oh asking for empathy for Kanye. That was too much. Um, he went on a Twitter rant. The, yeah, that was that after yeah. it was like, okay. Yeah, he let some tea spill though, um, honey. I was like, okay. Yeah, like they came in there with two doctors. That's a and lot. But like, not even that. He was talking about what Scottie Pippen's wife, Larsa Pippen. And what, how, was, what was that about? What, what was that about? Apparently how... Uh, Larsa had said, from what I remember seeing on a YouTube video, that Larsa had commented about something about uh, uh, Jordan, about Jordan Woods. See back the back when the whole Jordan Woods thing okay. was happening, and then Larsa turned around and basically did the same thing, and is alleged that she slept with Tristan Thompson as well, and so allegedly, and so no. you just. Drama, 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 drama. Last day. Right. <laughs> right. Last day. So that's all I got to say uh, on that. I don't so want to spend any was, more energy on that. I mean, no, you can't just throw it away like that. Yes, I, th- I, I think that there's so much that is, I mean, going on. And I am not going down the mental health route. I'm saying this is, you know what, this, this is the fame route. You this, and I have talked about this before, though. Right. You and I have talked about how sometimes these stars get to a point where it honestly is an alternate reality that they live in. I don't think it's necessarily the fame. I think it's the fact that you have no one to hold you accountable. Who's the people around you? Because you can look. There are lots well, of yeah, famous I mean, people out there, but they have a circle and a group of people who is going to tell them no. You know, but people I think hold it is, them accountable. But I think it is. I'm saying it is the fame. And what is the accessible? Yeah, no, well, no, I'm saying what is the remedy to that? What is the remedy to fame is having people hold you accountable oh, yeah. to snatch you out of that alternate reality and yeah. say, wake up. <laughs> you know what's so weird? I, I, I thought about this the other day because I was watching that Child Stars documentary. Oh, the one, yeah, on I, HBO. Yeah. Showbiz Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember growing up, I used to want to be famous so bad. Like, yeah, I just, but like, as I get older, I'm like, Ugh, I don't know if that's something I really want, you know, because you hear and you read just all of these disaster stories of people who just could not cope or could not handle fame. And then you also have to realize, like, 
once you are famous, there's no going back. You know, once you were out right. in the ether and well known, and especially extremely well known, high high profile or notoriety, notoriety, you you have some type of notoriety. Um, there's no going back from that. I was trying to say notorious, but then I ended up going with notoriety. Um, but there's no going back from that. You know, I mean, like your life is forever changed. Yeah. How you live, how you grocery shop, how you go and do mundane activities is never the same. And you know what? And I like this is what I'm telling you. I think that we kind of get into this idea of like people holding people accountable. And I often do think about that now. Like if I had my way of like what I would have been doing as a kid and yeah. things like that. But I think what happens, honestly, this is what I honestly think that happens. I think that people come into or go into that industry very early. Um, and they, handlers are usually at that time when things are just getting started. The parents, it is the parents. It's the mom that is taking them to the auditions, getting them auditions, you know, having these conversations. And they're not necessarily educated and equipped to learn how to help children navigate that that industry and that world. And I think that that's where you get into the really sad stories or tough stories or um, I mean, not bad even, experiences. Yeah, and not even just the navigating the world, but like what happens when it ends? You know, how do you navigate normal life again? You know, I that same documentary, there's a lot of people talking about they walked away and like they didn't know how to go to the grocery store. They didn't know how to go to the bank because, you know, someone was just always there to do everything for them. And so just basic practical things like they had no clue how to do. And were like, I'm literally starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. Like I have, I had no street smarts, no common sense about anything because I lived in a bubble. You know, I lived in this this bubble where everything was brought to me. I got whatever I wanted. Everyone catered to me. There was always a car outside to get me, like, driving on your own. Like, those things are huge deals. And, like, to not be able to do any of that, that's head spinning. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's just, like I said, I didn't want to spend a lot of time on Kanye, but we kind of shifted to fame and blah, blah, blah. Say, what do you have for Wu Chow? Um, so, for me, I have to go to... Um, AOC versus Yoho. Mm. Uh, I think that as a headline would look just so crazy. But what we're talking about is uh, New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez versus uh, Florida Republican uh, Congressman. Of course he's from Florida. Um, what, Ted Yoho. I was mm-hmm. like, what is his first name? Ted Yoho. Uh, so basically this this past week, what was the issue? It was on Thursday um, while at work, <laughs> while at the, while at the Capitol, both AOC and Yoho had a very heated exchange, um, that was kind of surrounding poverty and employment rates, um, that have been influenced by the coronavirus. And it was in public. And yes. And so, and it was in public and there were reporters that were, that did see and that saw this exchange go down and reported that, um, in this exchange, Yoho was basically... Verbally berating AOC. We're going to say it. What was like, saying? you know, basically called her disgusting um, and ended it with you calling fucking her a fucking bitch. bitch. Yeah. Um, a fucking bitch. And uh, from that, there was, you know, that there was a separation. Both went kind of separate ways. Yeah, they didn't have to separate me because so, I'd have been all <laughs> in that ass. You, what, what? Oh my gosh. Oh, I got your bitch. Um, bitch. And then kind of call it a bitch. But then to add insult to industry, 
wait, industry. <laughs> That's not the word. To add insult to right, injury. You trying to talk about me and notoriety, bitch. No, no, no. <laughs> industry. Get a speech Y'all, we'll rewind that girls. back. Let's get a... To add insult to industry, I'm going to say that. Let's get these girls in voice and diction 202. Can we get that on a shirt? Immediately. That's, that's a shirt right there. To add shirt insult material. to industry. No, but insult to injury. Um, your host not alone in this. And so actually had... Um, another representative that was there, Representative Roger Williams, who may or may not have also kind of piled on to the verbal, with the verbal assaults. Um, There were, there was some discussion about throwing urine um, as they were being separated uh, towards AOC. Okay. And that's what's been reported. Now, both of them, both Representative Roger Williams and both Representative Yoho say they came and they've apologized. They said that it did get heated, but in no way, shape, or form did he say fucking bitch. That never came out of his mouth. Um, but other reports have spoke I'm sure to somebody's the fact got that, it on tape. Yes, they've, other Play reports the have spoke to the actual, that that actually did happen. Um, AOC did not take this line down and she brought her, she, she brought a response to the uh, she representative said she was called to the a floor. fucking bitch. Yeah. And, and which she did. She she let it be known. So she came back to the floor and let them know that this is what the experience was. And this is why I'm speaking out against it. And so if you haven't been able to see that, please get on Bazaar or Just uh, Vulture. go on YouTube. It's everywhere. Um, it's, it's a very good statement. She kind of talks about it her father good. and her mom. And um, because of who they are, she knows that she had to say something about this and not let this necessarily because mommy fall didn't raise no punk exactly basically, basically that was the that was the mommy subtext raised, of it mom and dad didn't um, raise no punk so here I am so definitely a woo child moment now I've heard things getting heated in um, Congress but not to this point that's actually not true because I've actually heard of there being like oh, yeah, almost some physical heated. yeah it gets some heated physical on the floor. things that in, have in happened Congress, on the floor okay. in the house child. it gets heated woo child too it much definitely for me. gets heated okay all right uh, what's next for you. Uh, the only other thing I have is we, uh, I guess given, no, I don't want to say a shout out, but I'll just report it as such. Uh, in Chicago, here in Chicago, Lori Lightfoot has, uh, decided that they are going to remove the Christopher Columbus statues. Yes. Downtown. Yes, mama. Um, her tweet says basically, last night after consultation with a variety of stakeholders the city temporarily removed the christopher columbus statues in grant park and arago park until further notice we took this step in response to demonstrations that became unsafe for both protesters and police and to efforts by individuals to independently pull the grant park statue down in an extremely dangerous manner so they removed it I, i love it um, now, what I wasn't necessarily here for was the party that the black party yes. outside her house. Yes, black party. I'm telling you. I'm if like, you're... come on now, y'all. Come on, my people. Now, look, <laughs> I love y'all, but come on now. If you're a public official, just be aware that people will find out where you live. Oh yeah, and do all types of foolish stuff outside of you. I mean, house. everybody knows where they live during their election. I mean, they know, like, yeah, like that was just. A thing um, here, and so there were so many people at that. Black I just, party. yeah, that was a lot for me. But hey, I'm I'm glad to hear that those things are being taken yeah. down. So woo child, yes. Okay, so for me, <laughs> versus has taken on. Now we went from music 
to sports. All right, so all of those old favorites coming out of the woodwork, honey, Mike Tyson said, what's up, what's good? Uh, Mike Tyson, 54-year-old Mike Tyson, let me preface it with that, uh, the former undisputed heavyweight champion, is returning to the ring for an exhibition match. Woo! All right, against Mr. Roy Jones Jr. Um, How old is Roy? Roy's like 51. So they're around the same age. They are around the same age, and so it's not necessarily that tough. Um, but both of them have crazy records. So Tyson is 50 and 6. Roy Jones Jr. is 66 and 9. Mm. Um, now, uh, Roy Jones Jr. hasn't fought since February of 2018. That was his last fight. When do you think Mike's last fight was? Probably back in the early 2000s. <laughs> Good. Uh, he last fought 15 years ago. Boom. Boom. <laughs> um, against Kevin McBride. So, but you've seen the videos. I'm I've like, seen videos. hey, Mike now, has look, trained and been now, training. That's what he let y'all know. He right. said, now you might think. You might think I lost a step, but who he wants said, a step in yeah, the ring? Come on up here. Yeah, I don't know. And I, see it wouldn't be me. If you want to get into the ring with Couldn't me. Couldn't be me. Um. I don't know how I feel about this. Is it for charity? What's I'm, the purpose I'm, of this? I event? am a little scared. I don't know if it's for charity. I did not hear that piece. I'm going to say, what's the event for? Where is it going to be streamed platform? Are they charging? Yeah, so, I mean, they definitely probably are going to be charging. I don't know if it's going to be pay-per-view or what. This is scheduled to happen in September. Uh, so, get ready. Um, and there's also supposed to be this, like, docuseries that's actually going to be on it. Um, as well. So this documentary, documentary, docu-series, excuse me, that's going to be kind of leading up to the actual fight. So it's supposed to be eight-round bout in on September 12th, um, and apparently this is going to be broadcast through Triller. Oh, okay. I've heard of Triller. I'm not familiar, so. But I don't know how I feel about this. What do you think? I'm like, I'm a little scared. Uh, I mean, good for... I'm trying to see, like... like, the two uncles? You know, like, the two uncles that get into it at the cookout? Right, And then basically. are ready to, like, be like, hold on, like, you know what I'm saying? You jive turkey, and then they get into it, and then somebody's got to, like, wave them down because they're drunk. Basically. Is that just my house? Okay. I just want to know, like, they should be doing something... For charity. For charity? I don't know. I didn't hear... I didn't hear anything about charity. I'm sure Mike was like, look... I can give y'all some money for charity, but if I'm getting back in the match, no, it, it needs to be for some dollars, baby. I was going to say, I guess maybe Make it's just money to promote happen. this 10-part docu-series. Maybe. That's not he good said, he said, let me get this money. So, so go, go, go for it. Child. Why not? Knock Ooh. each other out. Do whatever <laughs> you need to do. I just don't want nobody to have no stroke. It's That whole thing, look, those boxing gloves going to be filled with Beijing. <laughs> you already know. And Bengay. Beijing and Bengay is going to be on. That's what that whole thing is going to smell like. And I'm telling you. Go away. Straight up. Okay, wait. So let's take a break. Woo-chow. We've been talking a lot. We let's take it. a break. That's all I have for Wuchow. Same for you? Yep, that's it. Perfect. So we're going to take a break and we will be back with a segment led by our very own Marcus Drew Steele. All right, and we are back with a brand new segment yes. entitled, Wait, Wait what, what happened, happened to... to... And in this week's segment, Production. 
Yes. Kenneth Mock. You better produce yourself. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to talk about black family sitcoms. What happened to black family sitcoms? Yeah. Why are we not getting to feel the sitcoms that made us feel so good um, when we talk about the Cosbys? Right. So, so the let's so Parkers. Let, hold on. So before we get there, I want to do I want to do this two different ways. So first, let's start in the past. List off every family sitcom that you can remember, and then we'll move to the present and talk about what's currently out there. Okay, go. But just off the top of your dome. So off the top of my I'll head. Go okay, one, I'm you not go gonna, one. Okay, go. Um, the Jamie Foxx Show. The Parenthood. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Family Matters. A Different World. Rock. Who was in Rock? It's ROC. It was a bunch of unknowns, but it was it was like a it was a thing. Okay, sister, sister, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Uh, cousin Skeeter. Uh, okay, all right. Yes, okay. that was the whole family. No, it is. It's a cartoon. Well, puppet. I don't know. Um. Uh, Family Matters. You said that already. Are you sure? Yeah, that was one of your second or third one. I don't think. Okay, well, you say it again. Um, half and half. All of us. Uh, my wife and kids. Um, I'm going to go with Sanford and Son. So then, uh, what's the one with... Uh, Good times. Yeah, there, thank you. I was going to say that's the one I was looking for. Good times. Um, What's I mean, happening? We could go down the list. I mean, hell, all of the shows on the CW or UPN <laughs> back yeah, in the day. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of shows. But you know, we literally probably just named 10. Yeah. If not yeah, more. Definitely. So now let's move to present day. What black family sitcoms are presently airing on TV? Blackish. Black as fuck. And Black AF. There's more than that. I mean, can we count? Grownish wouldn't count as a fat black family sitcom because it's about college kids. Okay. Those are um, the only two I know. No, 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 no. The Carmichael show. Currently on air right now. Is the category. I mean. Category is currently on air. Okay. Um, is The Last OGs on air? I don't think it's a family sitcom, though. It is. It's like him coming back with his wife, and yeah, it's it's one. Okay. So then that means Atlanta would be one. Yeah, I would call Atlanta. I wouldn't call Insecure a family sitcom. No. Atlanta's, ew, that's tough. Atlanta is, that's pushing it. Yeah, I, I, I will say, say it's pushing, pushing it. it. Yeah, I agree. They, but they are cousins, but it's pushing it. I was going to say, they're cousins, but they're not like family family like the nuclear yeah. family um yeah i don't know where it is so, so what happened to it like, why why we not have that anymore uh, i think for me reality shows kill reality tv Replace. killed the black family sitcom that is what came in and kind of took over and so we started to get our seeing black people on tv from another genre of television i've been saying because there's a lot of black reality there's shows definitely a lot of black reality shows and so as when i see the black family sitcom no longer there um i think that that's part and due to reality tv do you think let me pose this question to you 
do you think that the black family sitcom also suffered because of the static the state of the black family in America? Do you feel like that that has any effect on what we're seeing on television? No. I think I think it more has to do with Hollywood maybe. Um Okay, go ahead elaborate. I guess the reason why I say that is because there are, I mean, all of those black actors, half of them aren't working anymore. You know, I mean, yes, some of them have been able to kind of like transition over into more, I guess, if you could call it mainstream. I feel like that was mainstream, but, mm-hmm, certainly. you know, but when I look back at the family sitcoms, people like Kyla Pratt, she's not doing a lot now. Um Raven has transitioned well. Uh, people like Flex Washington, he's mm-hmm. n- not working as far as I know. Well, yeah, no, they're older, and so like yeah. also, where have like been the new opportunities in those scripts coming? Right, exactly. I just think you know, I think it's for me. I think the audience has changed. I mean, take Essence Atkins. Like, where happened to her? Where is she at? Yeah. You I think know? the audience is all. I think the audience has changed so Rachel much True. that that's just not something that maybe black millennials are like needing to see or want to see. I want to see it. I think. I also think that you have to think about the state of us as a people. Like people are not having families like that anymore like people are waiting much later in life to get married to have children and things of that nature and so when you see things like when we talk about sitcoms like the cosby show family matters rock thea was one that we forgot thea like it looks different because people are not really having families like that anymore and like showing that that having a family associated with like success so why not do a show about that? Well, I think that that's where you get into the insecures then. Like, that's where you get into the insecures. I mean, well, kind maybe... Of Atlanta's, I don't know, but... What if it's more of a show of, like, a black family that was started later in life? Yeah. So the kids are maybe already... Get, Agreed. Or, or I don't want to say grown because that wouldn't make sense. If, if, like, the parents were maybe a little bit older or maybe vice versa and they're super young and... Yeah. Having to, you know, raise his family. I could see it. I think something like that kind of transitioned over into more modern Raven's home might be a... um, That's what I'm saying. She transitioned well, yeah. Because the Raven's home, she's divorced. Yeah. Got two kids. Showing a different type of family. And living in a house with her best friend and her child, who's also divorced. Yeah. So. So let's, let's see some of that. No, I agree with you. And I think it's a really good question because I think it calls to attention a lot of things. Primarily for me, just how much the industry has changed and how, like, yeah. sitcom family sitcoms were a dime a dozen way back when, when we were coming up. But now that formula has kind of... That that formula is just not even around anymore. Yeah, I was to say, it kind of disappeared. Like, it's just yeah. changed. Like, it's so... It's so odd. I th- the best thing that I've seen it done with, I think kind of using that formula back in the day that's kind of had a very current representation 
would be One Day at a Time on Netflix. I think that that would probably be the best example and probably the most successful one of that formula kind of making its way to a more current time and audience. One Day at a Time was a really good show. Mm -hmm. They're no longer on Netflix. They're on Pop TV. Oh, there you go. Hello. That's what it is. Um, but it, I think the money. old episodes are still on Netflix. But One Day at a Time was a really, really yeah, good Yeah, no, show. I think that that was like the best representation that we had of it kind of being able to translate into um, to millennials and mm -hmm. those Gen Zers and all of those people. So, um, really good question, I think. One last question. If you could bring back one of the shows that we've talked about, what would it? Which show would it be? From it would have to be my favorite show, um, which just honestly was Family Matters. I loved that show with such a passion, and I think that there, I think that there could be so much done with it. Um, oh no, that wasn't a family show. And so you have all of those children who have now probably created families of their own, and kind of what that looks like. And it would be here in Chicago. So maybe they could hire me. Um, <laughs> I think my show would be the Jamie Foxx show. I really like, I just remember hmm. being so obsessed with that okay. as a kid. And it was just a really good show. Um, I would like to see the Jamie Foxx show. I think that was good. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Let us know if you have, if you guys have a favorite show <laughs> that you liked or want to come back, or if you have an idea of a new type of nuclear black sitcom family show, um, let us know in the comments on Instagram or send us an email at coldpopshow at gmail.com. All right. Okay, let's take another break. And when we come back, our notorious fizz or flat segment. <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay, I just wanted to get that on the record. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that everyone really heard that. You really do like to do that. Trent does this all the time. I'm telling you, I tried so I fought. I provide music. Love, I fought so hard to get you to audition for American Idol, and you just would not do it. Child, American Idol is you did well, well i take that back you did go years ago yeah like years 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 ago years and i was trying to fight ago. to get you to go back yeah no and that experience just left you scarred it didn't leave me scarred i thought it was a cool experience you know i made you got it past the first i round. made it past the first round and then like i had these like producer rounds that i had to do and at that time i was a i literally was like a we were in kid, college kid i was yeah i was mm -hmm. in college and i think for me that point of how the show was done. You didn't have couch time. It was already, yeah, it was already like a lot just in the producer rounds that I, that I had to be a part of. And so just a lot of talking. I kind of got to see how the show was made. I thought, you know, I'm going to go see Randy Paula Simon. And, and that's just not, it's just not so it many levels until you get to that, until um, you get to that place. And, you know, for me and my experience of how the show was being produced back then, it was just, I, I did not understand it as a 18-year-old um, kid, you know? I didn't yeah. get it. And so, <laughs> 
when I they was, were talking about, you know, yeah. So you have like a lot of meetings. So mm-hmm. basically what you do is, is you make it past the first round and it's great. And then they tell you to like come back. They'll tell you to come back in like two months. Right. to say it's a so, long time. Yeah. yeah. So you think you like, I thought I was going that day. That, no, that's the case. So like I auditioned. They were like, okay, we're, we're going to see you back here in two months. Da, 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 da. And I was like, all right, perfect. And I got there and I had to uh, immediately go to this like holding room. And then you have your interview with producers and they want to know your story. And that was a whole thing. At 18, I didn't have much of a story. Yeah, it wasn't um, fully thought out. <laughs> I did not have much of a story. And uh, I did that. And they kind of, you know, I did my meeting. And then my name got called again later on in the day. And they were like, can we need to see you again? And I was like, oh, shoot. And I had to have a meeting with that producer that I met with and another producer. And they were like, yeah, we really need to kind of beef up this story a little bit more. Is there any more that you could tell us? Let's talk a little bit more about. And I could tell that they were trying to find some kind of end that would make, I don't know, make good TV. Couch time, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't have anything for them. And I didn't want to make anything up. And they told me, they were like, do not make anything up because if we find out that anything can be made up, that's grounds for disqualification. Um, and they kind of like let me know what I signed and all of that stuff. So I was like, okay, I can't make anything up. Um, and so yeah, I didn't you say something like they tried to like force you to talk more about your dad? They wanted so yeah, they really wanted a story, and so they really tried to play up my dad's story. At eight, I, at that time, I had recently lost uh, my father. And um, there was just like, yeah, they, I mean, almost kind of to the point where it's just like, I don't know you, you really don't know me and you're like all in my business right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was something I kind of like shut down a little bit um, in it. And then. That's what you sign up for though. On yeah. The reality shows. You have to put your entire yeah. life out there. I mean, and I keep in mind, I've, I've all of this before I even sing. Right. For the second, you know, I had sang the first time and I did that first round. And then, like, I had these meetings with producers. I'm like, y'all don't want to, am I going to sing for anybody today? Right. Um, and then later on, I got to sing and they were like, yeah, no, I think we're going to pass. Da, 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 da. And that was the end of my idol story. That was a, that was a long story. No, it's interesting. I'd say I like to say because I remember reading just the other day, I was looking at old Naya Rivera videos and she was on the talk. At one point, and she was like, "I didn't make it past the first round." She There's said, definitely a formula. You she have said, to I know didn't that. even get to go see the judges. No, people were telling me people that I had met throughout that entire experience had already been auditioned maybe two to three years, and they kind of uh, they so those were the people that knew like you have bringing pictures, bring they had like all of that stuff with them, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, like I don't. <laughs> well, just know the notables. Uh, Todrick Hall didn't make it. Amber Riley didn't make it. Tori Kelly didn't make it past, you know. So I mean, it's very. Right. After it that, I was like, after I found that, I was like, oh, American Idol's a little shoddy because these are all really no, good I mean, vocalists. Hey, but it's fine. whatever. And I'm nowhere near those levels. You're of not, but it's vocality. okay. You're still a good singer, though. Oh, I appreciate that. I Thank feel you like if much. you practice, you could be at that level. La, 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 but you don't la, even la, practice, la, la, la. right? Yeah. With soul. With so. All right. Let's get on to Fizz or Flat. Let's get on to Fizz or Flat. Sidetrack episode. So, yeah. This is what we should really call this. We should be on Halstead. Sidetracks. <laughs> um, 
So, no, let's get into Fizz or Flat. This is where we get to go over some of the top pop culture moments of the week, and we give them a fizz if we're feeling them or a flat. If we're not. It's a chop. It's a chop. That's what I'm going to start saying. It's a chop. I really, I really like that um, quote. Yeah. So I was it's using a it a couple times this week. Okay, what do you have up first, Marcus? Uh, the first thing I have up is um, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con online was this past week. And one of the things I watched um, that they released was the first scene of the New Mutants movie. Um, and it was actually pretty good. I was I was in I is was this intrigued. X-Men is this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? What is this? Help okay. us for those who you don't know. It. So it's literally called The New Mutants. Um it's a standalone movie, has its own plot, has its oh. own things, nothing to do with X-Men or anything like that. I do think that there may be some like easter eggs and stuff like that or some references, but it's its own standalone movie. What's made this movie so controversial is because it was supposed to come out way back in like 2018, 2017 and and then during the Disney Fox merger, it got shelved. And then there was a release date in 2018 that got canceled. There were two release dates in 2019 that Ooh. got canceled. Two okay. more release dates in so 2020. So it's been a long time coming. Yeah, and they make fun of that in the, the video. Oh, really? Showed. Yeah, because they, they put up all of the release dates and then they put a mark through it. And the, the most recent release date is for August of this year, 2020. Uh, go ahead, mark that. Right. Unless, it's, unless it's going to premiere on chop. Amazon Prime. Right, it's a chop for me because it probably won't get an air date in theaters then either. But I did see that by the time we... All the trailers in the first ten minutes, we're gonna have seen the whole damn movie. Right. So, but the first the first scene was really good, and then after learning more about the movie, I was like, oh okay, this is pretty interesting. So it could turn out to be a decent movie, but we'll see. I I give it a fizz for the first scene that I saw. New Mutants is the movie. I definitely am ready to kind of see something a little bit original. Um, I think that we've we've had a era of movies based on comics and old, you know, of characters that have already been existing in kind of these franchises and you see in some of the same people. So I think that this could be cool, something that's a little bit more original, stepping out. Well, all the actors in the movie are like grown as hell now. So, because a lot oh. of them were, you know, younger and are kids. There's what, the one boy from Stranger Things. Oh, there you um, go. Arya from Game of Thrones. She's in the movie. Oh, Maisie. Uh, yeah, Maisie Williams. Um, the, I mean, they're recognizable faces, but they all look so young because yeah. the movie was filmed almost damn near five years ago. Yeah. So, cool. if not longer. But Fizz for me for that scene. What do yeah. you got? I'm going to give it a Fizz too. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So, for me, first things up. Miss Taraji P. Henson is out here getting this money, y'all. Check. So, um, Taraji recently signed a two-year first-look deal with 20th Century Fox. And part of that deal, um, supposedly or allegedly, includes a Empire spinoff. Yes. Yes. And so, the character Cookie will be returning back to the television screen. Um, the series is supposed to follow Cookie and her uh, transition to Los Angeles. Um, it's also reported to showcase a couple of old Empire characters as well as some brand new people coming to uh, the show. So transition to Los Angeles after what's happened in New mm -hmm. York? Yes. Got it. 
So apparently that that's kind of like a little bit about how Empire ended and it's going to kind of pick up right there. How did it end? Shout out. I don't know. I don't watch that show. <laughs> but we'll see exactly what it looks like. Um, Danny Strong, who is going to be, he is probably, yeah, I would say he's a co-creator of Empire along with Lee Daniels. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be the showrunner. Okay. Um, and he's also going to be sharing that with two other writers that came from Empire. So it's an, it's basically a family reunion. Taraji with Danny Strong, um, as well as Stacey Littlejohn and Yolanda Lawrence will all be uh, showrunners. And so... They need to bring back Tasha Smith and Vivica. I, I believe so. I think Tasha Smith and Vivica Fox definitely need to be a part of this. I would love it. Because I, I, when I did watch Empire way, way, way back when, I really loved the scenes with all three of the sisters together. And Vivica, it was good seeing Vivica back on screen. And I've always been a fan of Tasha as well. Yeah. Um, and so I think it could be really cool um, to have them come back. Now, what I'm nervous about is, is this basically just going to be Empire over again? Is it going to be the same kind of crazy right. what stories? Right, what's she going to be doing? Yeah. Like, because there was a point, Empire definitely did have a season, I felt like. Yeah, it was good for a but point. But then, then it, it got crazy. Fell off, yeah. And so, I t- I tell everybody are we going to return this. to that? Or are we going to, you know, I think that we have a little, I'm not sure. What are you thinking, Fizz or Flat for this? I'll give it a fizz because it's another black show and I like Taraji. It's going to be a black sitcom. Yeah, it's going to be, right. <laughs> Um, so I'll definitely give it a fizz for that. I stopped watching Empire, the season finale where Andre's wife fell off the roof. Yeah, that's when I said, okay, this is just gone a little a too and far. And then she started coming back as a and ghost. as a ghost. Yeah, I said, okay, that's yeah. enough for me. Okay. I said, it's a chop. <laughs> now I would only be on like I only watched Empire when I was on it. Yeah, that was the only times that I would really watch the show. So what are you giving it? Um, I'm gonna give it a fizz. I'm all about this. Um, return for Taraji I I think that this is going to be this is a role that put her on a map and made her a household name for me yeah. um, and so I'm excited to, to be able to kind of come back to this and excited to see maybe we have an opportunity to fix some of the issues with that became Empire's issues yeah um, and kind of go back to and that original because it was good it was at a moment very good yeah um, so yes a fizz for me um, I just, I would be remiss. Remiss is apparently the word of the season. Find a new word. <laughs> I would be remiss to not mention Taylor Swift's new album. Um, <laughs> have oh, I listened boy. to it? No. Will I listen to it? I don't know. Maybe. But she released a surprise album on midnight last Friday. So I just wanted to mention that. Uh, apparently it's getting good reviews. Uh, I don't know. Don't really have much to say. I'll give us an incomplete because I haven't actually listened to the album. Flat for me. I don't really care. I'm not interested. <laughs> Folklore sounds a little whack. Um, apparently, she's supposed to be spilling some tea in this as well. I don't know. That's what the, that's what the blogs say. But <laughs> It's an incomplete for me. I haven't heard anything. Now, you know what? I'm... With the name Folklore, it already gives me a vibe and feel that it's not going to be something I'm feeling. Like, to be honest, 1989 is a bop for me. I really do like that. was probably her best album. 
Um, Red we, was good. We should probably go back to that. We should probably go back to 1989. So if it's not that, I'm not really here for it. Okay, what is you going to have got? to let me know what yeah. it, that is. I'll, I'll listen flat. to it and I'll report back. It's a flat. It's a chop for me. Um, okay, so uh, Marcus, get your phone out because TikTok is paying people money. You know I don't know how to use well, they trying to Well, they're trying to anyway. Um, so for those who don't know... TikTok, the popular app, which I just, to be honest with you, recently started to get into. I mean, I will be on TikTok all day. There are times I, I, I'm just kind you of scrolling. You send me stuff from TikTok all the time. I really like it. I really do enjoy it. I have good. a good time with it. Um, do you know how to work it, though? Do I know how to make a TikTok? No. <laughs> but that's not what I'm there for. I'm not there you to make there TikTok. To scroll. Well, maybe after this, I will. So... Um, right now, TikTok is working on a um, an, an endeavor to help pay content creators for their videos. And so they are launching a $200 million fund to help to help creators who want to kind of create this this as an income for their livelihood. Um, it's very interesting, okay, because, I had so many questions to start questions. with. You same, but there, I'm all for about mon- helping people monetize their talents, and I think that TikTok, as well as IG and YouTube, we've seen some stars come out of that who've been able to kind of transcend and go into you know pop culture and mainstream. Um, with this, there is a criteria. In okay. order to get the funding. So okay, because I immediately think about all the little kids who use TikTok. Right. But that is not actually a thing that's going to be available to them. What's so the you have to be you have to be eighteen years or older. Check. Um, you have to consistently post original videos Check. and all the content that you create has to be consistent with TikTok's community guidelines. So like if you're like maybe cursing or doing other things like that. Um, that will not be allowed. There's also a baseline follower count. That As you is want to say they're not doing a follower count. What's the baseline follower? They did not share. Oh, so, so it's they're going not to be just a high profile. What they TikTokers? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So you just can't um, go get on TikTok and which, you're gonna get. I think funded. it's right that they don't share that because then you would have people creating all kind of like crazy accounts and followers and. You know, fake followers, phantom followers, those kinds of things. Well, I mean, you can deduce, like, if you're going to pay people, that means people need to have a platform and an audience, which means you probably have to have over a thousand or more followers. Yeah. So this TikTok creator fund will be available to um, content creators in the U.S. starting in August. And how long will it go to? And then they will, I think this is supposed to be something that's going to be continuing um and then they plan to slowly release across the globe to have um a global reach with this and so hey for me i (laughs) i'm lightweight excited i'm like yes like help people monetize their art um do you think that we'll just get a lot of bullshit now of people just trying to create stuff to put to get money so that they could put stuff up there and not people actually doing it for the love of it. Well, I mean, if there's no regulations on what they can post as long as it's within guidelines, I don't think so. I mean, like I said, the Julian Bass, I think he'll probably get funding because he's got some pretty good TikToks. TikToks. Child. Old. Old. Geriatric. 
I just, I, I just, TikTok has passed me up. Like I said, I was a Vine kid. I really like it. it is, TikTok you is have just, to get on. It's just funny. I'm behind the times. There's a lot of good stuff on it's there. It's above me now. So I, I enjoy it. I'm going to give it a fizz because I think that this will just kind of help promote and create and maybe also help people fund their art too to yeah. get us more. Because some of the stuff that these people are doing on TikTok is crazy. Yes. Like special effects, full full editing, like whole nine. Um, and so I'm here for it. And like I know that stuff is not cheap. So, Well, I mean to do it on, t- you're doing it on TikTok. But Are yes, it, but like I feel like there's also like the use of maybe like filters and apps and things like that that are gotcha. like, you know, gotcha. Also, you know, add up. So, well, I give it a fizz as well because it's again putting putting more emphasis on content creators and giving them you know money and a platform to you know show their talents and that's always a good thing. Yeah. So fizz. All right. What else do you have? Uh, the only last thing I have, I just wanted to give a shout out to Onika Mirage, um, who is pregnant with her first baby. If you don't know who that is, look it up. <laughs> um, she had a cute little photo shoot uh, this past week. Um, and congratulations. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. Good for Nick. her. So that's, that's all I wanted. I give it a fizz. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the last thing is the last thing I want to talk about is the new show that I just found out is coming to Hulu. Uh, Woke. Have you seen this? Uh, uh-uh, what is that? Oh, this is exciting. So, um, on September 9th, Woke is supposed to premiere on Hulu and it's going to be available. What this is is that this is a sitcom. This is a comedy um, based on the life and work of Keith Knight. And it stars Lamorne Morris. Oh, I have seen this. Yes. Yes. Because I've seen. I like Lamorne. I was getting ready. You know, it's always my first thing. Who's in it? <laughs> I like Lamorne. Right. Um. And so, from what I can see, is that he's a cartoonist, and this is kind of what I was able to pull from the trailer. But he kind of has this one experience that's pretty traumatic, um, in which and Lamorne is a black man. Um, and he has this one, he has this experience with a police officer that is very traumatic for him and it kind of, it wakes him up. He, so he basically, um, almost in the same trope as liar, liar of like, he can't, he is now under this kind of spell that he cannot not be woke. And so he sees injustice everywhere and he starts to kind of notice injustices in his everyday life that he may not have noticed before. Um, but it is coming through these <laughs> inanimate objects who are speaking and that have eyes and are talking. So it's like almost, it's like Sesame Street, it's like Sesame Street, but like also Liar Liar. It's very interesting. Who else is in it? Um, so other people that are tied to the project, let's go down the line. Is this, I, I... I, this might be a different show, but is Nassim Patrad in this? Wait, who? Nassim Patrad. I think it's her name. Or she Sashir. Was... No, Nassim was also in... They were both in SNL, but her and Lamorne are in another show I haven't together, seen too. that person, but I know okay. that uh, T. Murph, as well as Blake Anderson, are also um, signed on to participate. But I, I'm pretty sure I saw... Sh- Sashir Zamata, who was who used to be on SNL, she used to be on SNL too. Um, is also she's she's in the this as well, and so 
I'm really excited. I'm gonna check about it out. It. I like Lamorne Lamorne Morris. I liked his character Winston in New Girl, and so I am already a fan. So I'll, so, I'll yeah. give it a fizz. So I'm yeah, I give I definitely give it a content. fizz as well. I'm really excited. Blake Anderson, Laura Goldie, Sashir Zamata. Um, who did you say? I said Nassim Pedra, but it might be a different show that they. No, not in this one. I don't think. Okay, but. Still, be there September 9th on Hulu. I'm really excited about it. Side note, just do you ever, did you notice that there's this trend now of shows of people who are like seeing things everyone else can't see, like Zoe's Infinite Playlist yeah. and the music and now this show. And then like there are other shows of like, oh my God, I'm witnessing something that nobody else can witness yeah. and now I have to do something about it. Yeah. What is, where did this trend come from? This, I don't know where it came show, from. I think show. it's, I think it's. An old trope. I think yeah. it's something that's been around. Just kind of a little bit more emphasis now, and like a new form, a new, a new, mo- a modern take. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. And so, um, as we wrap up, Marcus, what are your final thoughts on this episode? Uh, my final thought would just be again, um creatives content black content black shows you know uh more people of color leading shows uh and a lot of we 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 of course playfully were having a conversation about who should be um uh ursula and a little mermaid at the top of the show but like it's really important to make sure that we continue to have not only black actors and actresses but also other people of color in leading roles because we need shows that uh, that look like the world we're in today. Yeah. And so it's very important to make sure, excuse me, it's very important to make sure that those opportunities exist and that those shows are out there and that we have an opportunity to support those shows so that they gain audiences and gain, a, you know, recognition. Yeah. That's what I'm taking from this episode. No, I, I definitely agree with you. I think it's all about, number one, having the content out there, but then also understanding that the content is going to reflect the times. Yeah. Um, and that's when art is at its best, when it is current, when it reflects the times and it makes you think about what's going on and applicating it to applying it to your life. Um, and so I think that that's my final thought as well. And just kind of looking at some of the things that are coming up, even as small as paying content creators on an app, like that is content. That is content that people are digesting and that will have an effect on them. And so um, I'm all about the encouragement and that, that motivation to kind of keep artists creating. I agree. I think it's very important. Um, okay. Where can they find us on social media for the podcast? Find me on IG. Um, you can find me on IG at Trench and Rashad. I'm going to do mine first and then... If you are feeling like it, follow Cold Pop. What? How are you going to do you before the, sh- before the show? So, we are uh-huh. on IG at Cold Pop Show. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Whoa. as well as, um, you can also find us on Facebook at Cold Pop Show. Jesus. Podcast. Be it. Take the wheel. Uh, <laughs> Self-promotion. All discombobulated. You can find the podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud. iTunes. iTunes. Google Play. Google Play. You know, let's pub the podcast first and foremost. And then you can also, yeah, you. And then we can what? also find That's it on Instagram and 
He says again a Twitter, but ain't Blaine, seen a cold pop show. Get her tweet. out of here. <laughs> and then you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, all the socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. Thank you so much for listening to us this week and putting up with us. We'll be back next week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>